0: Hey, everybody. Mark Myra here. Shane Allen here as well. It's the Gentlemen's Club podcast. We've got uh, the AJR interview. Uh, Adam from AJR uh, gave us a call. They're playing Rovers Holiday Hangover. You can get those tickets at the zone941.com. Did you know, Shane, that AJR is pulling a Jonas Brothers thing? But they're all related? Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. I got to, like, at least read an article on the bands we play, Wait, right? Wait, just found that just out? Just found that out today. We've been playing them for, like, three years. You can't tell just by the song. They're okay. not like, we're a bunch of brothers and we hang out together. Same vagina, that's where we came from. Yeah, but, I mean, we don't have to get into it. What? No. Go ahead. It's been three years, Mark. Has it been that long, huh? <laughs> one. Google, let's, like, one Google search. And uh, it, AJR is the first letters of all their names. Uh, oh yep. my god, yep, that's how that works. But a uh, very uh, very interesting interview with Adam. <laughs> is, of that, AJR. is
1: you just figuring out these things? No, <laughs> no, 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 no,
0: but he's okay. like, he's Do you guys like, play music, huh? No, dude, Adam works with like the UN, mm-hmm. he's working with the UN. And he's also like getting his doctorate in saving humans and just amazing stuff. He's like, uh, yeah, whatever. How how do you like, how do you start working for the UN? How does that even happen? Unless you're like George Clooney and what's his wife? Get an internship. Amala? Kamala Harris? Get an internship with him.
1: Anyways, you go go to government.gov. (laughs)
0: <laughs> government Gov. jobs You know government.gov is a porn site Just how whitehouse.com was for the longest time I hope it is um, Let's see so we got that We got some best of um, And uh, I got to see uh, Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker uh, Last night And Shane can I give my spoiler free Review of it Is that okay with you I know you are actively trying to avoid spoilers Yes um, Which we talked about this earlier Like, legit news organizations in headlines, posting online, spoilers. Just posting spoilers. You'd think that you'd have some decorum when it comes to this, right? Yeah, no, I I am off the internet.
1: I can't trust a single person. I
0: can't trust a single news outlet. Nothing. It's ridiculous. Well, like, you know who's good at, like, AV Club and, like, uh, IGN... Those sites, they'll they'll warn you. They'll give you huge warnings. Spoilers ahead, right? It's the news organizations like the New York Times and Business Insider who have been around for like 150 years that apparently don't understand that you can't just throw what would be a huge spoiler in the headline. I saw a huge spoiler in the headline Mm -hmm. of a Business Insider article, and it was just a review. Like, why would you spoil such a big moment in the review? Or in the headline of it, at least put it in the, bu- like, you know, a couple paragraphs down that you're going to spoil it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so you, I mean, you are fighting an uphill battle, I think. You know, because you're going to see it in a couple days. No, I'm not fighting a, a battle at all. I am not
1: going on the internet. I'm going to throw my phone into the goddamn in the river <laughs> okay. after work today. So, but- I, I'm, I'm not joking with you, Mark. I have put my phone, my, my phone is in airplane mode. Yeah. If my fiance is being stabbed to death right now, she's a dead woman. Mm-hmm. I'm not well, I couldn't save her but be- even if that happened. Yeah. But uh yeah, I would not Hold that I'm, I'm coming.
0: W- I'll see you in a little bit.
1: <laughs> this entire weekend, I and there's no communication going in or out from yeah. me. I'm I'm full Amish. I'm gonna churn butter for 48 hours until I get into that movie theater.
0: I wanna I wanna get a good feel of uh, first off, uh, I do wanna get a good feel. There's there's that. Um, I thought I I thought it was fine, I, I liked it. But um, you do uh, you you didn't you definitely did not like the last movie, um, Last Jedi, right? You did not like that at all. Yeah, the stinky pilot of shit. And then the one before that, you
1: didn't like, or no, I liked it, but it was I also realized that it was
0: just they remade the first Star Wars movie.
1: Yeah, yeah. They just updated
0: it. Sure. And then the ones you generally like are the prequels one through three. Well,
1: I like. Yeah, I, I, mean, I the like the originals too.
0: I I
1: like the originals. I think that they're great. I don't hate the prequels mm-hmm. like you and all <laughs> of you other fat nerds. All right. Seem well, to just all pile on. Like I get it.
0: It's uh this one I feel like has the pacing of episode three. Like it is freaking non stop. It is non stop. There's no there. There is no boring part in this one, and uh, I think the ending was good. They, they had a really good ending, and Man, I hope there's another slow space chase.
1: Man, I'm just praying for that.
0: <laughs> oh God, please, think. maybe maybe make there another might slow be.
1: space chase. There might be. I better. Qu- I'm gonna quickly Google search right before I go into the theater just to see if there's any actors that did die before the movie, uh, <laughs> just to see who's they're gonna keep alive. Dude, oh my because god. You gotta keep that going.
0: Dude, the if I could just say one No, wait, no this isn't you this is already known in this. I'm not I, spoiling it.
1: I'll plug my ears oh and my you god. talk.
0: It's not that I'm not spoiling anything. I don't trust you. I swear to God, I'm not spoiling anything. Okay. This is stuff that already came out. So um do you know who Billy Lord is? uh she's uh Yeah, Car- she just turned 18. She sings that bad guy song. <laughs> she's Carrie Fisher's daughter. And she was in the, she was, she's in the new ones as uh-huh. like, just like a minion on the, you know, on with a princess on Princess Leia side. They got minions in this movie. She said, she told JJ Abrams, she's like, you can't do any of that weird uh, hologram stuff, you know, or whatever it is where you, you, you can't have Paul Walker's brother come and play Princess Leia. Uh-huh. He, she said that she's like, I don't want any of that crap. So they like used old footage of. Of Princess Leia from um, Force Awakens. Fun. Oh, my God. It is the worst part of the movie. They just copy and paste that bitch in so many scenes where you're just like, enough, enough with her. Seems like it's a huge mistake to keep somebody that's dead. 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 She's dead. That's
1: dead alive in a movie when you had an opportune time to kill her.
0: Because we knew she, we knew that bitch was dead before Last Jedi, right? They should have had her float away into the sun.
1: No, instead, she's the strongest Jedi. Apparently, that's ever lived. So, cool.
0: <laughs> all right. So, that's all I'm going to say. But it was good. I, I liked it. Um, it's, uh, uh, I, I, when I, I came out of there feeling good about it, but uh, the first 45 minutes was just boring. Just, oh, my God. Let's get to it. Very, very. <laughs> but ma- luckily, there's three more hours. Yeah, there's seven hours. This to seems the whole like thing. It's ridiculous. It's, it's very MacGuffin heavy. Where it just like, kind of like what's it called? Um, What's that Quentin Tarantino movie? The one that everybody. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Very very much like Pulp Fiction, Mm. where you just have something that everybody's chasing, and that's the whole movie. Everybody's chasing that something. Mm -hmm. So that's all I'm going to say about it. We'll get to the AJR interview. We have some best of, uh, and let's get to that. Beep, boop, boop, boop. Got a hot new stat here, a hot new stat. By 2030, ten years from now, by 2030, half of all Americans will be obese. Half of all Americans will be obese. I'm um, already got a head start. I I honestly thought we were already there with with half Americans being obese. Is, uh, Does it mean like all the babies are going to be fat? I think it's all well. It's adults. Oh, all U.S. adults will be obese by 2030. Maybe it's be. There's different wording for stuff because I know like. I feel like two-thirds of Americans are overweight, mm-hmm. right? But then obese is a different level of overweight. Like a obese, let's see, uh, 25 to 30 is moderately obese. 30 to 35 is severely obese. Oh, BMI, this is body mass index. Yeah, yeah. 25 is overweight. Okay. So, I don't know. So, but yeah, yeah, no, I'm, we I'm with you on
1: that one. I thought that uh, I, I thought we were there already. I, I thought that we were at like, 95% of us were big fat fatties and there's like 5% of good looking people and that's all we had left for Hollywood.
0: Uh, and I've realized though what's not helping in my life though with uh, the overweightness is, um, which is a word, is uh, the the pants nowadays. Maybe it's just where I'm getting pants, but every place that I get them, so at least for guy pants, do you remember when your waist didn't stretch at all every pant i get now not that there's like an elastic band on it but there's a little bit of stretch to it and i just remember i used to get pants and there'd be there'd be no stretch like you know you you grab a you grab your jeans they don't really stretch but now my pants kind of have a little bit of a stretch to it especially from old navy which i feel like is just built for fat people to pretend that they're two sizes smaller than they really are have you noticed that with pants or no? No. okay. Like my pants got a little bit of stretch with it. I can't believe you haven't realized that yet. Or you haven't well, I gotten. Don't, I don't, and this is from mul- I don't buy pants that stretch. Well, I don't purposely. I don't know. This is from multiple places that I've gotten pants from. They got a little bit of like stretch in the waist. I've been wearing the same size Well, since I mean, like you get
1: you get closer in fat people places though. Huh? You get you get closer in fat people places. Well, like, where do you get your pants? Um Amazon? Like like, from, all right, what brands of pants do you
0: get? Like for, I get like what is it? Levi's? Yeah, that's that's like my go-to. And, and I get them at like Target. I've got a, yeah. I've got an old navy pants. I've also got an H&M pants. And all of them they got like a little stretch to them. I feel like they're adding some uh, elasticity to the waist and in no way is that helping with us being fatter or skinnier. You know, it's not helping us stay skinny when you're like, "Oh, I got some give to it." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I haven't noticed any stretchiness.
1: You got to get on that stretch game, dude. Well, I we would be a lot fatter more quickly if guys could wear yoga pants. I can tell you that much. Oof, Boy, those boys are comfortable. I know this is... They a, are and nice. the,
0: They make my butt look great. The um the ladies that I'm always around now, because they're all moms, right? At like the schools, like I'm going to a school thing. Lily doesn't dress this way, but every lady... Is rocking that yoga pant leggings game? Every single one of them. Like I don't. People are not wearing pants anymore, or at least ladies are not wearing pants anymore. Well, those are pants. Those that's the hundred percent go to. Not wearing pants and just going complete leggings. You know the yoga stuff. Um, but I was getting fatter. Uh, this has to be the food we eat, as in like the the hormones, right? There's something changed. I don't think it's Sixth, the 70s. I don't 70s. think it's the hormone. Yeah, I feel
1: like it has to be No, it's just we eat a very highly processed diet.
0: Yeah, pro- processed with hormones in there, right? Okay. Yes, it's the hormones. Wait, what do you mean? Yeah, no, it's strictly hormones. Well what processed in what way? We eat very
1: processed foods. Right, but what's the process? With bunch of sugar, a okay. bunch of it's not natural. It's not uh it's not plant based. It's what? a bunch of Processed meats, bunch of processed breads, bleached and filled with sugar, Why and it's I- fast and it's through a window, and yes,
0: hormones. Yeah, there was a, there was a study where it said that uh, the hormones that we're putting in food is making, a, like in milk. Is making kids fatter quicker and also giving girls boobs faster because they're hitting like that puberty faster. Yeah, that's kids. What adult do you know that's sipping on milk all the time? Oh, no, but I feel like you start off, you're starting off as a fat kid. You're going to stay, you know, fat human adult, mm. you know? Yeah, I guess. Either way, uh, let's embrace it. We're all going to be fat. And uh, I think at least it's making, it, like, I'm not. I'm not like super skinny, but I'm also not like morbidly obese. It's making me look better. You know, if I just stay the same, if I stay at this level, then I'm like, like 10 years from now, I'm gonna be like super hot, right? If half of the rest of the adults are a bunch of fatties. hmm Yeah, yeah. No, all you have right.
1: to do is just wait it out and we'll...
0: Beep, boop, boop, boop. Shane, I don't know how your... Christmas present situation is kind of ending up. Uh, so far, I already got one of my gifts because I needed them because uh, my stupid dogs ate up my uh, my work boots and snow boots. So my wife had got me a new pair of those, and I already, so I already got that. Got an early one, and then she told me like my big ticket item. She's like, can't get it. I wanted to get a, a concertina, which is like you know the you know you know what an accordion is, right?
1: Yeah.
0: A concertina is one of those accordions that, like, are like in French cartoons where they're like little guys that just go on your hands. You know, just to bring to the office and play for you. You'd get on the drums, I'd get on the concertina. Oh, yeah. that's oh, it's, I'm <laughs> disappointed she didn't get that. So she wasn't able to get that for me. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what's going to end up happening for Christmas. Um, do you have high expectations of what you've got coming for you or coming to you? I have zero expectations. I never have expectations. I feel like it's a better way to go
1: through life. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, but my what expectations are especially low this year. Um, uh, we ha- I have a $50 spending limit with my fiance. Okay. And my parents made a big thing last year about how they're done doing gifts. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah. I, don't, I might end up not getting crap. Yeah. Except I did get a big old cake in the mail last night. And that was fantastic. I am at the point in my life that I'm so old where I'm more excited about getting food in the mail than anything underneath the tree. So I don't
0: understand this. Yeah. It comes in the normal mail? Yes. Or is this like a swan's delivery truck coming up and hitting you with some frozen cake? Like, how are you getting cake in the mail? How is cake staying good in the mail?
1: Uh, I don't know. I wasn't there for when it was delivered. I don't know who delivered it. I'm assuming it was just like a like an Amazon driver. Like, no way was it. That cake would be destroyed. Like a FedEx.
0: Dude. And what kind of cake was it first off? Because I wanna see w I, I wanna it understand a, this better. It's like a coffee cake. So no frosting then? No. Okay. See I was I was just imagining just a normal like like a birthday cake with the no, frosting no. and flowers and stuff. No, no, no.
1: That would be terrible. No, no. This is a delicious coffee cake. That I opened up and I immediately cut into. You have to.
0: It's fresh. It's fresh out of the mail.
1: Yeah. Well, and it said, if you don't, when you get this out of the mail,
0: you only have like three days to eat this or you got to freeze it. It's like something a porn star doctor would say. Uh (laughs) So you get in the mail and this is your aunt. Yeah. And she's sending this to everybody, including me. And uncle. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that is genius.
1: Right? And sentimental. Because that's uh, my grandma. Used to make a coffee
0: cake, oh, she just passes here. Oh my gosh, so It was like
1: the no was just like, thinking, you guys, hope this one is good as grandma's.
0: See, I one of my best gifts, it's All better right. just to throw that out there. Look, grandmas are notoriously bad at making food, especially when they get That's older. That is the no, opposite. look, everybody, pre- listen, listen, people like to pretend that their grandmas are good at cooking food. But that's like when you're a child, and they're maybe in their like sixties. By by the time my grandma was, you know, in her seventies, that food started to taste a little rank, a little rank. My grandmother made the best pickles, the best pickles. So sorry,
1: maybe it's it's just your family.
0: Your grandma knew how to put a cucumber in vinegar with a bunch of sugar. Um, Yeah. So I was thinking, best gift I ever got was from my grandparents. Also. Because it was a bunch of money, which was nice. Nice to get some money Um, after the passing. It got a little inheritance, which was nice. Hmm. That was probably one of the best gifts I've ever gotten. Um, So it's not even
1: your best gift is from people that have died. Oh, nobody nobody
0: living can compare to just people passing. Oh, man even one was like 500 bucks. And that was like, I've never gotten just 500 bucks before. Mm. Just like flat out, like as a gift. Um, Yeah. Food is always good. I would like, I was thinking when you were telling me about how you got your cake, like how nice would it be if somebody just sent me like a box of frozen crab legs? Yeah. You know what I mean? James
1: Winston. So he does that. No, he got, uh, no. I think he got in trouble in college for stealing a bunch of crab legs out of a store. Um, yeah, no, I think, I think I'm on board with the adult life of sending food. Mm-hmm. Like it, I literally, I opened the box and I was like, oh my God, what is this? And then it was a cake and I'm, if I had a tail, it would have been wagging. Yeah. Like I was that pumped about it. I think I'm going to, do you want to get a uh, holiday pie exchange? Like, do,
0: am I giving you a pie? You give me a pie yes. type of thing. Yes. Uh, how about I'll give you, I'm going to buy a pie for you. but yeah. I'm also going to buy a pie for myself that I like. Then you can give me a pie. Yeah. I just want pie. You don't trust my pie selection. I just saying. want one for myself because I know you're not Look, the one that I really want is grape pie. You And I don't think you're... You don't seem like the type that would give me a grape pie. Oh, God. You'd give me a freaking pecan pie, wouldn't you? I was thinking about a rhubarb. Oh, my God. See? I don't even know what that is. It just sounds like a vegetable. Beep, boop, boop, boop. So we got Chipotle changing the way that they're going to be doing business and their restaurant design... To make it easier for ordering online and then taking out and what it looks like to me is that they've got basically a walk-up drive through so like if you've uh if you've ordered something um online then you can go and like walk up and and grab the, the food from the drive through like walk-up window thingy and then there's gonna be like other windows that you can walk up and grab your chipotle from after you order it online oh they've Made an ice cream place? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Doing the well, I've seen re, dude. Restaurants are a changing, Shane. If I can quote the famous Bob Dylan song. Um, oh, the red rounds they <laughs> are a chain.
1: <laughs>
0: Sorry, that was you could actually hear the words I was
1: saying. That's not been a good impression.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, but like um, I'm getting, I'm seeing burger places open up where they don't even have tables. Burgers. They have just counters. And it's all about that Grubhub life. Uh They're just basically built for the for Grubhub, you know, for the delivery to people. Uh That's I I just the lifestyle I'm living right now, Shane, which is extremely healthy. I want the food to be coming to me. You know, this Chipotle thing—you're ordering. You you hit the fact that it's called a walk-up window. Like I literally have to walk to the window. No, I want people walking up to me and giving me food. You know what I mean?
1: No, I like this because I do order a lot of takeout and I feel awkward like standing in line behind people and then being like, uh, oh, I'm, I'm here for the pickup order. I've been standing in this line behind this lady that's getting the biggest order of all time. Mm-hmm. And I have to, I'm just like, I'm watching my food get cold in front
0: of me. My, my thing is, I, I know this is going to be a, a crazy idea, Shane, but I want Grubhub but i don't want to pay for it (laughs) i don't want it to be so expensive oh dude you want free food not free food but i want free Grubhub. i don't like spending 20 extra bucks for uh you ready just go to
1: the website
0: of whatever restaurant you're ordering from but then life hack no but i want them to deliver it to me i want somebody to deliver me food and for it not to be as expensive like i'll pay three bucks for that i don't i don't get anything for delivery Plus deliver. All the Grubhub people are dicks to me now because I'm so far out. They just added like the Churchville, Riga area to Grubhub.
1: Well, they hate it because
0: you don't tip. No, I tip the highest. Mm.
1: Whatever it is, whatever the highest thing on the app is. Oh, you just go in there and you um, you do a custom tip? No. Oh. Why, is that what you oh. do? Oh, okay. You big jerk.
0: Oh. Why are you tip shaming me? Because I'm, I'm just guessing. I do the, Was it, 25%, 30%? Okay. What do you tip? I don't tip. I do pickup. Oh, okay. Um, I got another uh, genius idea, Shane. I'll be the judge of that. Hear me out. Okay. Now look, I don't know if the technology is there, but I mean, Boston Dynamics is literally making robots that can cuck you and sleep with your wife. So we might have the tech. High quality branded vending machines for restaurants. So if you like Taco Bell, have a big Taco Bell vending machine. It makes your taco right there in the vending machine. It's piping hot. It's clean. It's sanitary. And sure, they don't have everything on there, but you can get a nice softy on there, nice soft beef taco. and that, Or if you, know, if you like Burger King, then you have the Burger King vending machine. You can get all your stuff. And, and again, I understand we need the technology to be there. But we've got soda machines. we got those Coca-Cola machines. They can make 97 different flavors of Coca-Cola. I think we can do this.
1: Yeah, I don't think the vending machines is the wave of the future. Japan's doing vending machines. You could buy freaking dirty panties out of a vending
0: machine in Japan.
1: Yeah, and I've ate those, and they're tasty. But, <laughs> I mean, I just don't, nobody, we don't have vending machines anymore. Where are we putting these things?
0: We're everywhere in the street. Like instead of having in a street. Taco Bell, not, yeah, instead of having a Taco Bell. In the middle Bell, of the road. In the middle of the road. What, what are you, Amelia Bedelia? Uh, uh, the, where a restaurant would be. And instead of dealing with a, a, uh, a, a customer service agent or whatever they're called, um, you, you deal with a vending machine. So you're driving to the vending machine. You're, it's, it's in places that you would be. What do you, like right, a restaurant. How about, okay, how about this?
1: <laughs> go to Taco Bell. I don't
0: <laughs> I don't understand how this vending machine saves you any time or effort. Listen, you little slut. Imagine this. You go to what's a plaza near you. Well, you don't have to say that. But you go to a plaza in a round near you. Okay. Maybe you'll have a Wendy's and a McDonald's and a shoe depot and a Walmart there. Right. Oh, Uh There's your uh, super cool plaza. But instead, imagine this, uh, a plaza where you go there. And instead of four or five restaurants, it has 70 different vending machine restaurants that, so you, that you can go to any of those and grab what you want. It's almost like a food truck rodeo all the time with all your favorite fast food. So you just invented the food court at the mall. Yeah, but, there, but there's more than what the food court would have. 70. Does the food court have 70 different options? There's going to be 70 vending machines. Yes, three Sabaros, four Taco Bell's, Oh. seven china kings
1: yeah i mean i guess the first step is we got to automate these restaurants before we can shrink them down into a vending machine that makes <laughs> tacos uh, but I, I mean i'm on board
0: thank you and all it took was two minutes of convincing all right and we, me calling you a little slut
1: just gotta shark <laughs> tank now We'll be millionaires.
0: Beep, boop, boop, boop. We got Adam of AJR. They're playing uh, Rover's Holiday Hangover. That's on uh, Friday, January 24th. You can get your tickets at thezone941.com. What are you up to right now? Are you in warmer weather? Are you uh, cold weather? What's going on?
2: We just got back to New York after playing like 200 shows this year, and we finally have a week off, and we're just so excited to finally get some sleep.
0: So, well, like, week off, are you just legit doing holiday family stuff or is it still still work?
2: It's actually not work and it's not really holiday family stuff. Okay. We have lost so much sleep this year because we were in Europe and we were in Asia and then we came back to the US and then we went back over there. So we literally want to catch up on sleep. So we'll probably see each other maybe for a dinner here and there. Mm-hmm. But, most of, but most of us are just going to be sleeping the entire week.
0: Well, you guys are, are always kind of doing family stuff you know regardless yeah. right so you see them enough
2: yeah we're with family all the time
0: yeah yeah that's fine so um well i uh I, I was looking at some of the stuff that you're doing i mean you personally you got so you like you got your master's pretty recently right yeah and then yeah, you're wor-
2: now i'm in the middle of my phd
0: you're working on your phd for what's it was an international human rights law right yes yeah. Oh my God. And then you're, I mean, you're pretty, and then like, so you want to get into human rights, uh, uh, activism, you're a human rights activist. Um, at some point though, that has to, that has to be more important than the band, right? Like you're, you're yeah, going to be a doc, you give have the doctorate in it and stuff.
2: It's funny when, when we, when we started talking about this band 13 years ago, mm-hmm. we always wanted to have the kind of trajectory where we could put out an album and tour and then take a couple years off and work on other projects. Because Ryan and Jack, they want to write music for TV. They want to write for TV and for movies. I want to do this other work. I'm doing a big project now with the United Nations. And we always thought that music would be the thing we keep coming back to and keep putting out an album every couple of years. Instead of every year and touring constantly, so the music is like the backbone of who we are as people, but we definitely want to be exploring other things at the same time.
0: Mm-hmm. So talking to Adam of AJR, so exploring those other things, I see that you, I mean, you are doing stuff outside of the band. Um, do you feel like you're just balancing it right now, and that's that's where you're going to stay, or do you feel like it, like a break is coming up?
2: Um, I don't really feel like a break is coming up. I think I need the balance in my life because. When I'm doing music and if I get frustrated in something with music, then I have another outlet to turn to, like schoolwork or the stuff I'm doing with the U.N. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of gives me other things to focus my brain on. And then when I get kind of tired of working on that stuff, I can move back to music. It's it's nice to have that kind of rotation in life.
0: Yeah, so you're working... With the United Nations, that seems like uh, something that's impossible to do. Like, how do you get hooked up with like Mister United Nation to to get <laughs> working with that? I, I don't even understand. Like, you you don't just like apply on Indeed.com. I'm assuming, you know?
2: <laughs> no, we do not. Um, it happened about a year and a half ago, and I was working on all this academic stuff having to do with how to promote sustainability and human rights to a larger audience because it's stuff that's so technical but at the same time because of AJR we have such a wide reach to so many different types of people that I wanted to figure out how to make these concepts accessible and so the UN actually reached out and said we love what you're doing how can we bring you into our fold to incorporate the messaging that they have to reach a wider audience and I said you know I have a a ton of ideas Let's see what we can do to work together. Oh, and so now we have this big project coming up in January. I'm hosting this event at the United Nations where we have a bunch of different celebrities coming, presenting their individual ideas on human rights and sustainability, and uh, we're raising a ton of money for charity.
0: Yeah, so so pretty much what it is is you're like a social media influencer, except uh, instead of tricking people into going into Ja Rules like Fire Festival. You're uh, you're promoting you know human rights and uh, working with the UN. Exactly. Okay. All right. Well, that makes more sense. <laughs> um. Oh. All right. I have a, I, I have a question because I'm uh I have a theory. I know you're big into like climate change and uh, and working on you know fixing us all dying and stuff. All right. So I have a I have a theory on climate change and you seem like you know more than uh, I would. So I wanted to run it by you and see what you think because people hate my theory on it. Okay, if that's, if that's all right, is that cool? Go for it. All right, so here's my theory on it, and um, I can't take full credit of this. I've, I've I've read some of these ideas and kind of, you know, cobbled this together. So I feel like when it comes to, you know, here in New York State, I mean, you, you're from New York City, they, they were big into like, uh, I think they, we just have like the new energy saving light bulbs that like last 15 years now, right? That's just law yeah. at this point. And then, you know, big into recycling and, you know, solar panels and all this stuff. And I feel like so much of it, they try to put it on like the small individual like, hey, we're, we're killing the planet. Uh, it's your job to fix it. You know, hey, you got to fix those light bulbs and you got to recycle and do X, Y, Z. When instead, it, it feels like to me, the people that are really, uh, you know, killing everybody is uh, uh, people that are like, taking oil out of the earth and fracking and coal, burning coal to make you know our our energy and stuff, it seems like the focus shouldn't be on the individual person.
2: I 100% agree with you, and you actually hit the nail on the head. The priorities now are making sure companies and governments actually keep to the promises that they're making. The individual action is important because it shows governments and companies that this is something that that's important that's important mm-hmm. but the end goal has to be making the coal companies even major multinational corporations like amazon they put so much carbon into the atmosphere from the flights that they have going across the world and all of their shipping those are the kinds of people that need to actually make the change and we just have to set an example because that we're uh, our own individuality is what we have power over. So if we can set it enough of an example for them, then hopefully those companies and governments can make the change. But you, you actually hit it on the head. That's exactly right.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. Thank you. everybody. telling me like, I mean, look, I have solar panels. I'm doing like composting and stuff, but in no way do I feel like I'm making a difference. No way. You are just, making a difference. It, oh, so. th- thank you, Adam. <laughs> feels, <laughs> it feels good. Feels my heart up with joy. Um, uh, talking to Adam of, uh, of AJR. They're playing Rover's Holiday Hangover Friday, January 24th. You can get your tickets at thezone941.com. Um, I I, uh, I think I read somewhere that you guys early on were doing some busking like in New York City to make money, right?
2: Yes.
0: How, uh, and I don't mean this by like, oh, your music's bad or anything, but residents of New York City had to hate you, right? Do they just hate the buskers, like the street performers?
2: That was the most difficult few years of shows we ever did because now people come and they actually buy a ticket and they want to see us when yeah. performing on the street in new york they don't want to see you so it's that much <laughs> harder to get an audience to come by some people threw rocks in our hat when we were trying to collect money a lot of people just like tried to push us out of the way so mm-hmm. they could just get to where they were going but that is the number one thing that prepared us for doing shows say because now like even if a crowd is not super excited it's nothing compared to how bad that was
0: yeah usually unless you're like at the the gathering of the juggalos you're not gonna get anything like rocks thrown at you (laughs) or anything like that well i just i watch these videos that are popping up out of new york city like in the in in the subway where there'll be like dance crews doing backflips and stuff i'm like man people are just trying to get to work (laughs) and you got like some dude backflipping in front of you it's so true it's
2: so true i yeah, they take up all the space on the subway, and it, uh, to be to be honest, it's really funny. It's so political now. Every like crew has their own space, and every street performer has their own space. And if you step into somebody else's space, don't even try oh, it because everyone's gonna get really angry.
0: Turf wars, man. This is how gangs start. <laughs> From buskers. <Yep. laughs> all right, uh, Adam. Anything else uh, people should check out? Obviously, you're doing you know Rover's Holiday Hangover. It's gonna be uh, Friday, January 24th. Tickets twenty nine ninety nine up to Christmas at thezone 941com dot com. Anything else you want people to check out?
2: We're excited to come back to Rochester. Cool, Just man. Hit those, uh, hit those garbage plates.
0: Yeah, dude. We'll see you in like a month.
2: Awesome. Thank you so much, man.
0: Yeah. You have a good one.